whatever it takes, there is a moment where you know is the time to have the hard conversation with your founders, your partners, your other managers, uh, make a choice, not dragging situation for too long, make a choice. And maybe me as a CEO, it was a bad choice, but I made a choice. Not making a choice is worse than not than, than making it. Welcome to 99 Humans. My name is Jeff LaCosta, curious coach and Wall Street Journal bestselling author, striving to understand how little things generate big impact. And I'm Nadia Carta, tech executive and lifestyle coach with a mission to transform lives and corporations by kindling hearts to generate a zeal for life. Each week, we investigate stories about the human side of leadership to re-energize your spirit and help you become a stronger leader. Because the reality is that leadership is messy, goofy, challenging, but always human. Thanks for spending time with us today. Let's dive in. You should kind of see my screen now. Okay. Yes. So this is uh, a deck. I only use, when I, when I do my presentation to students and startups, I only share the first few slides. The remaining of that are notes. I'm happy to share the whole deck and notes with you. So you can have it, you can read that. So I wanted to do kind of um, to kind of show you what I could tell, and maybe you can pick um, anything that you think um, is appropriate. But in short, what I do is this is a deck of lesson learned, and actually I'm planning as soon as I have time that I don't uh, to have to to write a book about lesson learned. I actually I already found an editor in Italy that reached out, say, Paolo, you should do that, Adelphi. Um, they already said we want this. I said sure, but I need months of time but i you know it's not easy says just to break the eyes and in short my whole story is um as a manager you know i'm an entrepreneur jeff doesn't know me but in short i'm an entrepreneur i started my first tech company when i was 16 years old uh in italy it was 1994 in in, in venice and then i i overall i built from scratch six companies the the first one i was in italy the other five were in the, U, in the us after I graduated in 2002 in, uh, in Venice at Cafoscari, I, uh, I moved to New York. Um, I spent there almost two years and then I moved to LA and then I've been in San Francisco for 15 years. So um, if I need to represent my life in a graph, that would be kind of the graph in a way, you know, it's a usual roller coaster. But actually I learned the best way to represent my life is like a spiral. Because every time, every up is an up. Every down is when I crash because I learned. But every time I restart, the diameter of the spiral is actually my experience. So it's getting broader and broader and broader. So this is kind of how I should represent my life. And every turn is a, is a crash and, and a lesson learned. So here there are pieces of the story. So I can kind of give you some ideas and thoughts uh, and feel free to stop me anytime, but you know, I, I, I have stories about, so I'm not giving you the full pitch and giving it to students, but, uh, I have stories about, um, you know, product market fit. I have stories about being too slow, meaning that, uh, this actually, this is the, this is the, uh, the first answer the investors expect when they're gonna, uh, they're going to ask you, oh, yeah, there are so many competitors out there. Why should they give money to you instead of the other companies? Uh, or maybe, um, do you have a patent? No, I don't. So any sort of question usually leads to the, to the answer uh, that entrepreneurs, 
startups, entrepreneurs, managers, they we should do we should move faster. So speed very often is the competitive advantage compared to quality of features and how cool you are and how much money you've raised and so on. So this is another managerial uh, pill. <laughs> Maybe well, to, to calibrate a little bit, just uh, in case it's helpful also, I, we're particularly interested in stories working with people. So if, okay. if it was just you being too slow, for example, while that is extremely valuable and interesting and, and we would love to hear it, Part of our book is about humanizing leaders because yep. they are working with other people. And I think we forget that sometimes. That's kind of like Nadia and I's spark of inspiration is hey, we forget that leadership is a people to people kind of a job. So experiences like that that resonate on like, oh, that was messy because of humans or that was slow because of humans or that was but rather than, man, well, we could never have known the market took this turn. And so we made a wrong bet. Absolutely. The human story of that is really the interesting uh, piece for this book for us. Absolutely. Yeah, it's what I thought. I, I'm, I'm still trying to identify what's the best thing I can tell you. But for instance, um, okay, co-founders. So that applies to any companies I ever built. So even if you write about, you know, this topic, um, it's going to be hard for the reader to know which company I'm referring to, <laughs> or maybe all of them, or even all the companies I'm meeting outside of my um, straight, um, you know, um, shareholder um, situation. Well, the, the the biggest issue for for um, startups is having the full co-founding team fully aligned. When I say fully aligned, I mean across everything, across how you want to build a product that is the easiest, <laughs> you know, the, the name of the company or the pricing or the hiring you want to do. Something that really struck with me was uh, actually something even more, more, uh, more deep, meaning what is the ultimate outcome you want to get to? Meaning, okay, we are building this startup. We have a, we are dreaming about building that. And I'm Italian, but I've been in the US for 20 years. So I believe that half of my DNA by now is American and half is Italian. And I can connect the two and I can see limitations from both. The people that I co-founded with, amazing human beings, otherwise I would have not built a company with them. But you know, down the road, I learned that the expectation out of what we were building in terms of final outcome, let's call it exit for a second. We learned it three years later was incredibly different. Meaning I was doing this, of course, you know, everything we do, I mean, if you're a good person, entrepreneur, you do it because you're driven by passion, you're driven by the vision and you're driven by the mission. That has to be the, the foundations, but that has also to be a financial component, right? We live in a in a world where money is definitely a key variable of what, whatever we do. So financial component is important. And when we started talking, oh, what if we're going to get an offer from this firm, just say Evanbright, because we got an offer by Evanbright. What is the minimum we're willing to, to sell for? And I'm going to hypersimplify, but in short, 
for somebody living in, in, in the Bay Area, that is, by the way, San Francisco, the, the most expensive city on the planet where you know the salaries and you know the expectation where you are investing your time, you know, you, are, you have a, 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 a certain idea in mind, right? So in their minds, in their, in their culture, in their idea, um, they would have been happy just to sell the startup for just say, just say um, $4 million. Okay, there are a few investors, three founders. So uh, just to hyper simplify, you know, selling for four million after everybody got paid out, you, you know, each one of us would have went home with uh, just say half a million dollar cash. Um, well, for me, it was beyond unacceptable. Yeah, sure. If I'm desperate, I take it. But this is not why we're building the company. If I knew we were going to build a startup to get out with half a million dollar, well, no, half a million dollar is practically one month of one year of my salary. So sure, what is it you're telling me that, you know, this is the corresponding equivalent for them would have been very different because in Italy, half a million dollar is way more than one year of a good manager salary in the US, right? What you're saying, it's so interesting. And one angle that I'm hearing that I wanted to ask you is, well, it's basically the culture related to the geography yeah. of that system that is untold, that has been influencing the way you've been leading in this process, right? And so how the way you communicate and establish expectation at work then was influenced by it? And how did you evolve to prevent this from happening, for example? Or did you evolve at all? You said, well, this is a conversation that I need to have with my co-founder. Great question. Great question, great question. And actually, I started thinking about that and not just in the specific situation that was not easy to fix because we already pre-assigned the shares at the beginning of the foundation of the company. And, you know, it's going to be hard down the road to say, oh, you know what? Well, you know what? Dear Italian founders, uh, I'm going to remove 80% from your shares and going to move that to me because if we make it, you know, if you use um, CPI, you know, consumer price index, uh, and we adjust it to our current spending, then yeah, we can sell for four million. I'm gonna go home with just say two, and you go home with four hundred thousand because this is what is to be equivalent based in our lives. But it, you cannot have this conversation with anyone. Like it's impossible. Like it's it's not. First of all, it's not fair to do it down the road, and number two. Even if you begin their relationship by saying, oh, I am in San Francisco and you are in a small town in Italy. So even though it's three founders, we are sharing the pie in, in a different percent between the three of us. It's not fair either. What happens if they move to US? What happens if me, I move to Italy in two years and you know the, 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 the original exit would have been bigger because now the cost of life is lower? It's very, very hard. Um, I haven't gone, I haven't found a solution, but I, I kind of found at least um, an extra data point of conversation when now I, I, well, first of all, when I mentor and advise companies and people. And number two, in since when I founded, I actually, I have invested, co-founded and, and started um, about eight more companies. So now this conversation is part this topic is part of the conversations at least we, we need of, to sorry uh, go ahead oh no please go ahead go ahead 
I was going to ask, so outside of adding this topic, which I can see being a lesson learned, need to talk about this topic. How else has this experience impacted your approach uh, to these kinds of conversations beyond just, man, we better align on this piece? Can you elaborate your question again? So can you, what's the... Um... Maybe in, in the approach uh, to the conversations or uh, things that you've learned beyond, it's a topic that needs to be on the agenda. Oh, you mean beyond this topic? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That, one, that makes sense. Like, yeah, that, you know, that's a, that's a fantastic learning, but outside that may be applicable to other leaders, I'm curious what you've learned from this experience. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean about the um, um, the, the you know multi geography uh, culture issues? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I could go on for hours just talking about Italy and the US. Uh, another one would be um, is not in my deck, but is uh, the um, approach on hiding and fighting, and I'm going beyond if there is a framework on how to hire and fire no i'm going beyond that i'm i'm or meaning was the ultimate word on the hiding no i'm going beyond that i'm talking about decision that would drive firing somebody and i give you an example uh, and i don't know if it's, i'm going to be comfortable sharing that into the public um piece but uh, maybe you can find an angle to talk about this there was a guy a senior engineer in italy um stellar as a as a tech guy but we we learned actually i learned afterward that because i'm not i was not in italy all the time that it was bullying other employees at a company and 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 uh you know i used to commute before COVID. i used to commute once a month to our office in italy from san francisco and i, I used to spend um four days there and so one day i landed there i said i, I saw a situation was disastrous are you kidding me i mean what's this do? when does it started oh yeah like a few months ago there is joking but you know he's not fucking joking is he's bullying other young engineers and if he's like he's the boss and actually he's not so long story short i i told immediately my co-founder this is not okay you guys are here and first of all you should have told me and number two now you need to fix it long story short they were they were not agreeing with me about either um you know give me an notice to stop this bad behavior or it would have had consequences and they put a lot of friction because he said paolo this is not how things we do in italy we don't fire people like that or we don't we, we, you know for them was normal the, that culture was normal it was not normal for me not normal in the us not normal in silicon valley not normal anywhere anywhere even in italy right away so long story short I, you know i had other issues to deal with but we hired a guy, a guy that would have, was supposed to become the new CTO of the company, hyper senior coming from 10 years at Facebook. And his plan was actually to, to, to help us out and, 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 and grow and, and fix the company. He noticed the issue immediately, like a month later. Uh, you know, he went to Italy, interviewed everyone. And long story short, he said, either we fire this person or I, I don't accept to work here. So, you know, he had um, less issues saying that because he was not psychologically involved with the other founders. I was also a founder, uh, you know, and I, I was ready in the tunnel and I had to play very political, uh, but he, he didn't have to. So, you know, if lesson learned, 
Well, I should have. Well, first of all, this guy has been fired uh, for bad behavior, and 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 the, the overall company culture quality improved a lot. But lesson learned connects also to um, to another point. I have it here somewhere. That is about making choices. This is if I need to recap. Just say that I don't know. You need to pick maybe maybe um, one topic to remember about what I said is about. A good manager, a good entrepreneur needs to make choices right away and fast, whatever the consequences. Because dragging situation for too long when you know they are not right, only because you need to be politically perfect, is not okay. Also because you are giving examples to other people, right? And and connected to that, there is an amazing book that is something called Hard Conversations. I'm sure you know the book, but yeah. Oh yeah. So whatever it takes. Uh, whatever it takes, uh, there is a moment where you know is the time to have the hard conversation with your founders, your partners, your other managers. Uh, make a choice, not dragging situation for too long. Make a choice. And maybe me as a CEO, it was a bad choice, but I made a choice. Not making a choice is worse than not than, than making it. So um, this is kind of something that I really like. I mean. Um, uh, it's kind of a topic that is very dear to me, and and I'm I'm applying this more and more in every decision I do, and what I'm advising, you know, startups and companies, make a choice. I mean, if you know something is wrong, or you know that you're missing opportunity, well, you need to act now because the world will act for you, will make a choice for you, and at least you want to be in a position to have had the opportunity to make a choice and not getting the, you know, the, the consequences of that. In both of these stories, I can hear the importance of alignment and values and motivations between you and your other co-founders, their reaction to a toxic situation in the workplace yeah. or their reaction to an out for the company. How do you go about understanding and working at aligning values and motivations between co-founders? Well, it's... Um... Imagine for a second that you're asking the same question to a couple that is married after a few years asking, hey, how can you go about, um, you know, aligning situation about the two co-founders of the family? It's almost impossible because you should have set the foundations back then. And that's why now, for instance, before even jumping on board another project, I am running extreme due diligence on the people. And I'm, what I call, I do professional dating. Literally, I, I need to date these people before I jump to decision if I see that as a long-lasting love relationship. Actually, you can get out of a bad marriage. I know if you have kids, it's more difficult, but you can legally get out and be okay with that and get married again and not paying direct consequences. If you're a shareholder co-founder, you cannot unless you decide to give up your shares or the board can force you to you know buy your shares because of you know misbehavior and this is a common common topic in the entrepreneurial world that's so, an interesting perspective i love this parallel between families and business i can almost see it you know to life i want to be cautious that we have only two minutes left and we all might i can go further if you need but um I'm, you know um i have, a, I have another one in two minutes okay. i don't know jeff 
Uh, but my question to you, uh, Paul, you almost already said it because you said if there's one thing you want to remember is this concept about making choices, even if like you don't know if it's a good or bad. And so I love this to be the recommendation for the people that are reading your page. Um, yeah. Would you have any other remarks that you would like your readers to read? This is one question. And then the other question, I think you and I already spoke about this. You know, we are willing to extend our network of uh, candidates. And so we would love for you to recommend three other people like you that you believe would make great candidates for a book. Yeah, let's do that for sure. So, that's okay, so we will email you. Uh, and then is it your closing sentence, making choices? Is this a yeah. recommendation? I, if I need to pick one, yeah, I would be making choices and making choices fast. The world is not waiting for you. I love um, that. It's going to be an hashtag together. on your page. Hashtag make fast choices. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is kind of a speed and choices, I believe, are the two strongest um, pillars any any good entrepreneur and manager should should comply to should do should act upon and i love that you made a deck of this this is amazing <laughs> you are you're not the worst you're overachieving here in terms of interviewing you've got <laughs> a screen share super organized with a full fleshed out deck seriously no it started organic you also what is it you have your page we can ask you this photo eventually yeah, this is an old photo, but um, I, I've been invited. Uh, I, I ended up writing chapters in four very known startup books in Italy. This is one of them. Uh, it's one of the coolest. It's from Oeppli startup, um, you know, together with Millionaire. Um, so, yeah, I, I ended up randomly pitching to students and startups that I ended up building a deck for me to follow. And I believe this is a great foundation for my next, for, for the, my first book about lesson learned. And actually, uh, I'm going to leave you with, um, I know you need to go, I'm going to leave you with uh, uh, a possible title of the book and a possible title of my next big topic in life for people to teach to. We, all of us, me, you, um, everyone, we have no excuse. We live in a world, and this is a teaching to entrepreneurs. Unless you are from, you were born in the wrong country, allow me to say that. We have no excuse. Mm -hmm. to to not accomplish whatever we had planned to accomplish there are no excuses period you fail you can go back up and so the whole story about resilience is connected to resilience and is connected on and whatever we plan to accomplish in our life um you know as long as the health is good and we are decently smart and we have basic tools anyone in the planet today can have a $30 smartphone connected to free internet in the middle of Africa and get access to the whole knowledge of the planet. You have no, we have no excuse today. Yeah. We can That's a good that. reminder for us. I love that. Yeah, that's inspiring. Love that. Okay, I have to fly. I let you go. You, as always. Thank you so much for the time. Likewise, and send me that recording and let me know if it can be of any further help. Yes. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Great to meet you. Thank, thank you. you. Big hug. Bye. Ciao. Bye bye.